Welcome to Struggleberry Crunch, the best podcast to explore the flavor of your struggle. With your host, Terriana. Hello, Struggleberries. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Struggleberry Crunch. If you're new here, my name is Terriana. And this podcast is meant to give you a safe and uplifting space to talk about real adult struggles. No matter what you are struggling with, no judgment. You're welcome here. And if you already saw the title of this episode, you know that we are going to talk about that bugaboo, codependency. But first, to set the vibe of this episode, here's a quote. Sometimes I cry when I cut carrots because I don't want the onions to think they're ugly. Anonymous. Codependency and me go way back. As a little girl, my codependency was born in 1998. You know, when I officially learned how to manage adult feelings instead of my own. In order to be one step ahead so I would never be one step behind in my dysfunctional childhood, codependency had to be my best friend. Heck, she was my only friend. I mean, I took her everywhere with me to the playground, to school, to church. Like, if people were there, codependency and me were there too. Eventually, that once codependent little baby grew into a grown-ass 27-year-old adult who struggled with relationships, boundaries, and emotional stability. Yep, that's me. The same woman who could command a room in a heartbeat is also the same woman that felt bad for turning down a date with a homeless man on the trolley. The bottom line is, codependency is a form of toxic control that none of us want but most of us have. It's the type of control that requires giving up your own peace and happiness so others can have theirs. But hey, is it really that bad? I mean, giving up your seat at the movie theater to someone who showed up late allowing a family member to take your car on a weekend trip, even though they never asked, or giving a creepy person a hug at work in the hopes that they'll stop staring at you while you're eating your toast at lunchtime. Like, is it really that bad? The short answer is yes, but... Although codependency has crashed our dinner dates, affected our self-esteem, and caused us to do the ugly cry in front of the bathroom attendant at club whatever, or... Was that just me? I believe it still has something to teach us and bless us with. In this episode, I will talk about the source of codependency, my battle growing up with codependency, tips to manage the side effects of codependency, and the current flavor of my struggle with codependency. The source of codependency. Let's start by defining it. There can be more than one definition depending on your stage in life and your relationship with codependency. Personally, I have defined my codependency as a behavior centered around pleasing and needing others in order to determine my self-worth and validate my thoughts, feelings, and experiences. However, the most common definition that I have encountered is that codependency is a behavioral or emotional condition that can impact a person's ability to have healthy, mutual, satisfying relationships. This leads me to the source of codependency. Although researchers are unsure of the exact source of certain individuals' codependency, the common denominator is that most people develop codependency in childhood. According to goodtherapy.org, based on these findings, 
Usually when a child grows up in a home where their emotions are ignored or punished, they have a high chance of developing low self-esteem and or shame, which, in turn, can lead to codependency. Some other potential causes of codependency could be having a relationship with a person or family member who had some sort of addiction, like shopping, gambling, alcohol, and so on, having overprotective caregivers, having adult responsibilities at a young age, or having to take care of someone with a disability, chronic, or terminal illness. As someone grows older and maintains a strong, unaware relationship with codependency, it can grow into a relationship addiction, lack of self-trust, learned helplessness, and a potential identity crisis. So, I guess you're wondering, Tariana, where does that leave you? Have you found the source of your codependency? Has it been a battle? What great questions. The short answer? Heck yes. But let's go a little deeper and talk about the battle in more detail. My battle with codependency. Before we dive in, I want to read this journal entry from therapy that I wrote a year ago. I believe it will help shape the narrative for my battle with codependency. The title of the journal entry is called Healing. Journal begins. Are we ever fully healed? Do we ever truly find peace within ourselves? And if so, how long does it last? This healing process has been so difficult for me. Although I have seen obvious growth and subtle change, I still feel this emptiness, worry, insecurity, and sadness plaguing my soul. I feel like I have failed before I've even begun. If I confront these feelings, I may uncover the source. Right now, I think the source is connected to my relationship with others and how I view myself. I feel a huge loss for every part of my life. During the summer, like I've been doing, my plan is to focus on my health and ultimately myself. End of journal entry. During that time, I found this powerful book to help me navigate my codependency. The book is called Getting Love Right by Terrence T. Gorski. The book made me realize that growing up, my ability to make my own choices and exert my independence was extremely limited. I never had the opportunity to process my thoughts, feelings, or experiences because I was too busy doing it for others. I felt desperate for love, friendship, and acceptance and had a difficult time not making a situation awkward. When I was in elementary school, I would eat earthworms, do silly dances, and bring kids toys from my house in the hopes of receiving praise and admiration. It worked for a little while, but ended in me setting myself up to be taken advantage of later. As I grew older, throughout high school and my early 20s, I evolved that codependent behavior, hoping that it would bring me a more desirable result. I went from earthworms to ketchup shots, don't ask, silly dances to awkward house party appearances. And these toys I used to bring turned into things I would literally buy for others. This crazy behavior eventually got me the attention I thought I was seeking, but also perpetuated me to seek others' approval, focus on my weaknesses, have little to no boundaries, and put others before myself. A lot of relationships that I was forming felt one-sided. However, even though I was miserable building upon this behavior, it ended up teaching me a lot about people and the human experience. It wasn't until I turned 25 that I realized codependency encourages obligation instead of choice. 
Obligation promotes resentment and choice promotes freedom. During that time, my obligation and choice were intertwined and I didn't know how to separate the two. This led to major ego death and a desperate need for change. Through therapy, self-exploration, and compassion for myself, I learned that I love helping people, and I love being kind. However, I never learned how to love myself first, help myself first, or be kind to myself first. Codependency has taught me that many people will experience loneliness, unhappiness, and unpleasant circumstances at some time in their life. Some experiences will be in our control, and some won't. You wouldn't believe how many random drunk girls I had to comfort about their toxic relationships in the club bathroom or the cool stories I have heard from homeless people on the bus. We all want to be heard and feel like we matter, but that does not have to require you sacrificing your own joy to make someone feel like they matter more. Now 27, I struggle with codependency, obviously, but I'm so self-aware of it that I'm able to identify the behavior when it starts to manifest into other forms. If you are codependent, like me, you might be super generous, emotionally aware, and very supportive. Even though those are great human traits to have, if you have not become fully aware or have explored your codependency, these traits can be a potential weakness when it comes to having relationships with others. Once you become truly aware of your codependency, you can definitely learn how to help manage these positive traits to your benefit. Let's talk about some tips to help you manage these traits when it comes to codependency. Remember, it's important to separate obligation from choice. Tips to manage the side effects of codependency. I have three tips to help you identify and deal with the side effects of codependency. Let's acknowledge them and understand their value. I found this information from psychcentral.com and the article was called The Benefits of Codependency. Tip number one. If you are codependent, you might be very generous. The goal here is moderation. Although you may enjoy giving, not everyone needs your generosity nor wants it. And that's okay. Acknowledge that giving is not the only reason people like you. If you are noticing that your generosity is bringing you stress, it may be signs that your codependency has entered the chat. If this occurs, it's time to realign with your own needs. Tip number two, if you are codependent, you might be extremely emotionally aware of others. Use this ability as a guide. It has helped you in many situations, but it's not necessary in all situations. By recognizing other people's emotions gives you an opportunity to choose. You can walk towards crazy or away from it. But remember, it's okay not to take action on every single dilemma. And tip number three, If you are codependent, you might be a ride or die. In other words, very supportive and or reliable. Make self-aware choices when committing to something new. You do not have to say yes to everything, and it is okay to say no to anything. True relationships will not expect you to overgive yourself. And if they do, it's time to rethink that relationship. Applying these tips takes time. The key to success is to be patient with yourself and learn how to navigate your feelings. Over time, balancing what you give to others with what you need to be happy gets easier. I hope you will appreciate yourself for who you are more than what you do. 
Remember, the real test of recovery from codependency is bringing that same love back to yourself. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. What is the flavor of my struggle with codependency? Let's talk about it. If I had to pick anything to describe the flavor of my struggle with codependency, it would probably be an everything bagel. My codependency has seen me through many different stages in my life, and it would be nearly impossible to put a label on it. However, I have learned to acknowledge it and accept it for what it is, and not what I wish it was. To my surprise, all the flavors are blending together beautifully. But believe me, many days it was sour, and other days it was salty. Remember that journal entry I read? But nowadays, I have become so self-aware of it that I no longer give the flavor an opportunity to overpower my life. If I could give you any last-minute words of wisdom to take action on your codependency today, it would be, be honest with yourself. Understand and communicate your needs, wants, and desires. Change negative thinking patterns. Go listen to my previous quick crumb, Drama With Your Trauma, to get more insight on this. Try not to take things personally, which we all struggle with. And my favorite consider going to therapy. It's hard to navigate this behavior on your own, especially when a lot of us lack self-trust. So, you know me, Struggleberries. I'm curious. What is the flavor of your struggle with codependency? Is it tart? Is it bitter? Or is it neutral to the point that no matter what the flavor is, it can't overpower you anymore? How are you going to embrace this problem? Did I help you find a solution? What is your next action? I want to hear from you, Struggleberries. The struggle is real, but it doesn't have to be lonely. Please leave a comment on whichever platform this is on and let us know your thoughts. And remember, help others and be real, but respectfully real. I can't wait to see and learn from your stories. And until we meet again, Struggleberries, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.